Good morning, good morning, good morning. The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, and you are breathing. Today is Wednesday, April the 12th, 2023. My name is Stephen Carnegie, and welcome to This Is Just a Thought. Today's word of the day, fall, which means simply to endure. Oh, hope everyone is enjoying their Wednesday midweek swing. End of the work week is almost here. And I'm off today. Hey, I just am. Uh, probably get out in the yard, do a little bit of yard work. Hey, it's a beautiful day here in North Carolina, or it's going to be a beautiful day here in North Carolina after the temperatures were uh, last night in the 40s. Temperatures are going to get up into the 80s today and tomorrow. Man. So it's going to be a beautiful day. Certainly time, certainly time to do some yard work. Okay. Uh, pleasant day, not too hot, not too cold, just right. So you can probably get a lot done. I know I will. But uh, of course, the rain will return on Friday. Springtime, April showers brings May flowers. No other statement is more truer. <laughs> than that. Hey, we go through it every year. We know what the springtime is. We know what the springtime is and does. Man, uh, all right. Let's go get it. Man, here we go again. Uh, Monday, uh, like most of you, I, I was uh, sitting here at home. Phone starts ringing, dinging, pinging, going off. I look. We have another mass shooting. This time in Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, former employee at a bank, or current employee, he, he, well, he's former now. Uh, he was employed by the bank, had started out at a very young age, and he interned there for some years, and then went off and came back and was hired by the bank. But Monday morning... Somehow, some way, walked into the bank about 30 minutes before it opened, started shooting, killed five. Wow. Uh, I don't. It's like every other day now. We're, we're, we're experiencing this. Um, like I said before, I don't want to say I'm I'm in I'm immune to it or. I, whatever, however you would say it. But man, like I said, every other day, it seems like we're experiencing these mass shootings. And it is, I gotta be honest with you, it, it just, at this point, I, I don't know what to say. I, I don't know uh, how to convey my disdain for this behavior. It, just, it, is, it is what it is, it's be, it, just bad behavior. Now, of course, you know, they, uh, his family has came out and said that he had uh, mental health issues. He was dealing with depression. He was getting help. And they, of course, no way, no how would ever fathom the notion that he was doing something like this. So walked into the bank with an AK assault rifle and killed five of his fellow Young man, I, I believe he was 25. He was rather young. Um, man, mental health. 
in this country. Mental health throughout the world. It goes on. It happens every single day. Everyone has a hard go at it in dealing with life because it is what it is. That's It's just that simple. So this young man, uh, like I said, he worked for the bank. His family came out and said they're, they're extremely sorry. They didn't see this coming down. He, he was dealing with some mental, mental health issues. He was depressed. He was seeking help. And they just never thought he would do anything like this. The gun, by the way, the AK, it was purchased legally. Uh, of course, you know, those gun rights activists, they're out again. And they're saying, hey, there needs to be stronger background checks. Might even have to do some mental health checks. Maybe, maybe not. But if I could, for me, um, the elephant in the room is, is how we as adults uh, deal with our own problems and how we cope and deal with life day to day. Uh, what is now being called mental health. You know, when I was coming along, and, and I'm not trying to beat a uh, beat the drums all over again, but when I was coming along, it was just called you dealing with life and how you dealt with life. It, it wasn't so much a, a, a mental health issue, but somehow some way throughout the years, it's turned into a mental health issue where people deal are trying to deal with depression and, and how they cope with life. That's, that's just the bottom line for me, how we cope with life. Um, I could tell you firsthand from her firsthand experience, I too have a problem sometimes and have had problems sometimes dealing with life. Um, not going to stand up here on a soapbox. And, and I know in previous podcasts, if you guys have listened, it, it may give you the uh, impression that I'm trying to, uh, you know, beat those down that that are uh, have mental health issues as as it's being said. And when they go, like I said, when they go and get a gun and they go and start harming innocent people, it, it, the mental health thing for me goes out the window. It, it just does. Uh, I can't give you that pass when you kill people because you're having a hard go at life and trying to figure out how to deal with it. I firsthand, I have dealt with it. I'm sure many of you out there have dealt with uh, life and how to cope, how to deal, how to move on from setbacks and just flat out being dropped, <laughs> you know, uh, feels like on your head by life and, and, and you're trying to figure out, man, how do I get over this? How do I move on? How do I move forward? We all go through it. We just, I've, I've been through it. Uh, hey, I go through it now. And my day-to-day -day dealings in life, I, I'm oftentimes met with situations and I'm thinking to myself, okay, how do I, this is just life. Let me move on and move forward. Um, if you ask me personally, and from my personal experience, I'm not some clinical psychologist, not some sociologist, and I don't have all the answers. I may not have not one answer to, to your problems. But for me personally, I can tell you from firsthand experience when I was dealing with all the things that I had went through, previous divorce, busted relationship with my kids, uh, problems on the job, uh, financial problems, just dealing with people day to day and how they interact with me and how they view me. If I personally didn't have a strong one-on-one -on -one working relationship with God, 
I probably would have fell off too. Uh, I'm just going to be honest with you. That's what has gotten me through. That's why I'm able to stand 10 toes down every day and proceed to go through life. My personal relationship with God. Um, I offer no apologies. I know in this day and age, it, it's not looked too favorably to speak of, of, of your spirituality. But that's the only way I know how to persevere. That's the only way I know how to get up every day and move my personal relationship with God. You know, it goes back, uh, like I've said in previous podcasts, to my rearing. Now, if you look at me in my life and my situation from childhood to adulthood, you would probably say, hey, he, he has the moniker of being one of those that has been overtaken by life and he should be depressed. He, he, he's been counted out, yada, yada, yada. We can run the gamut of the things that most of us have gone through and, and some stand up and, and move past it and some don't. So for me, you would probably say, hey, he should have been counted. He should have been gone. But I'm not because of my personal one-on-one working relationship with God. I just have to have it. There's no other way around it. I don't rely on, and I'm not being a jerk, I don't rely on uh, society. I know firsthand for all too well, everyone's not going to like me. Everyone's not going to agree with me. I'm going to have bad days, good days in between. I'm going to have moments, which I have had, where I don't feel like doing anything. I don't feel like being bothered. Maybe that's the introvert in me. Maybe it is, maybe it's not. But that alone time, that me time, it gives me time to think. And it gives me time to uh, gather my thoughts and get myself together and go out into the world and, and move on and about. But it appears now we're in a society where a lot of folks don't know how to move on past their troubles. So is it a mental health issue or is it a more or less a, a difficulty as an adult and dealing with life? Is that mental health or is that you simply not knowing how to deal with life? Because this guy's family, you know, they came out, like I said, his mother said, hey, he, he was depressed. He was getting the help that he needed, just like the, uh, the female and uh, the transgender female in Tennessee, uh, a week or so ago, same thing, trying to deal with life or seeking help. And somehow, some way, they both, I guess, gave up on life. Now, I ain't saying life is grand. It ain't going to ever be grand. It's not going to ever be great. You're not going to ever, ever in your life, as long as you're breathing, not have moments. But it's how you deal with those moments. That when your back's up against the wall, do you fold or do you stand up and say, hey, it is what it is. I got to move forward from this. I choose the latter. It is what it is. I got to move forward from this. Uh, I've had a bevy of problems in my adulthood. I just have. When I say bevy, I mean bevy. But it's not unlike anyone else on this earth that hasn't had problems like that too as an adult. Uh, like I said, a busted marriage, a busted relationship with my kids, problems on the job, problems with bills, my financial shortcomings, my social shortcomings. I could run the list, but like I said, the one thing that has gotten through is my one-on-one -on -one working relationship with God, which I was taught at a very early age, and it's gotten me through. Now, 
I'm not saying that 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 everyone should be this uh, Bible thumper. <laughs> you know, those Bible thumpers, boy, they can give it to you. Hey, every day, all day is, is this, 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 or whatever. I'm not saying you got to be a, a Bible thumper. But you got to have a, a relationship, some spirituality somewhere where you have an understanding that there's a greater calling on your life more than what's here on earth. I'm sure by now many of you like me have have learned and figured it out. Uh, you're not gonna get you're not gonna get too much peace or if any peace here on earth dealing with folks. You just are, and 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 that's the bottom line on that for me. Uh, I hear a lot of people, you know, with with these mass shootings, they're tied in, like I said, to mental health. I can give you that, but it's very little. Because when you pick up a gun and you decide that no matter what is going on in your life, you're not happy with your own personal life and, and you say, hey, I'm not, I'm not happy with this. And you pick up a gun and, you, well, let me get backtrack a little bit. When you sit down by yourself and develop and scheme and plan, plot and strategize on a plan to kill innocent people people that's not mental health to me and, and i'm not being a butt i'm not some great uh theological spiritual guru I'm not like once again i'm not a psychologist a sociologist or whatever i'm just a regular old guy making it through life every day uh, i can't give you a pass i can't give you an understanding when you set out purposely plan plot strategize to I just can't give you that. Uh, then, after you've figured out your, your master plan or, or whatever, what have you, you, you go purchase a gun because this guy's gun, it was purchased legally. So you go purchase a gun and you know that's your intended purpose to purchase this gun to start out on your killing spree. I can't give you a pass. I, I just can't. Um, like I said, for me, it's my relationship with the good Lord. I've been battered and bruised more than enough. And if I didn't have that one-on-one -on -one working relationship with God, I probably, hey, ain't no telling where I would be. It just ain't. Um, like I said in a previous podcast, I don't know how folks are, are reared or what they discover when they become an adult and get out into the world. But, you know, I was always told and taught at a very early age, everybody ain't gonna agree with you. A lot of folks ain't gonna like you, but you can't worry about that. You have to worry about yourself and your own personal well-being. And now we know you gotta worry about your mental. It, it appears a lot of folks they're thinking and they're horned in on what's going on on this side of the dirt, how they're accepted or not accepted. Um, but for me, uh, I'm not being a jerk. I could care less whether you like me or you don't. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, almost 50 years on this earth, I could care less. Uh, you don't pay my bills. You don't put food on my table. You don't wake me up in the morning. Good Lord does that. Good Lord does all of that. Just does. 
So why, as an adult, you you would you would think that just because someone doesn't like you or you're having a hard go at it in life, that you have a right to respond? And and the way these mass shootings are happening, it's like they're happening every other day. Folks are getting upset and they can't deal with cope with life, so they pick up a gun and start killing innocent people. I can't give you a pass on that. I'm not going to give you a pass on that. Uh, mental health, yeah. Everyone has a problem dealing with mental health, their mental health and how they live their life. I don't know anyone that does it. Even the filthy, stinking rich or the wealthy, they have to deal with it. But it, it, it's, it's senseless to me. It just is. It's senseless to me that you, you know, for whatever reason, you, you just picked up, you planned, plot, and strategize and picked up a gun you went and got a gun and started killing people. Now, for all intents and purposes, if you were on the, the of the mindset, because we often hear with, with these uh, 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 shootings in general that there's a, a, a social problem or the, the social adaptation to life or financial, social, economic problem adapting in life. Well, this guy worked for a bank. Started out when he graduated from college as an intern, did however many years and left and they hired him back, I would think you were somewhat financially stable. I would think you wouldn't have the mindset of the woes is me and troubles, my money is coming up short. For all intents and purposes, like I said, you were sick. So what was the disconnect? What made you venture down that path? Is there really um, what, what they would call uh, folks having a problem now in this day and age in this society with adapting to uh, socially with others? Because also, you know, with this uptick in mass shootings, they're saying COVID quite possibly, not saying it played a part in this, but in many of the shootings, they said, hey, COVID, the, um, being quarantined, the lockdown. The lack of social interaction with others is, has spurred an uptick in gun violence. Mm, yeah, but then there's kind of a, a, a gray area for me because I'm saying to myself, when I hear this argument, if you're saying to me that because folks were locked down, they couldn't interact with other human beings and, and that's something we need, a basic social interaction. So wouldn't you say to yourself, okay, once they came back off of lockdown, that they're now able to interact with others, they would be okay. But they counter that with saying a lot of these pro folks had problems long before COVID hit and COVID just exacerbated the situation and it just blew up. It makes them more and more on edge. Maybe. Then again, maybe not. I can't give you that. Doesn't seem feasible to me. I would think if you were locked down and you were uh, one of those that were having problems in the past where you, where you were once again left alone, isolated, in quarantine or whatever or what have you, and you were left alone to your thoughts, I would think if you were one of those that were saying, hey, I, I, I'm lacking that social interaction when we open back up, you would be relieved. 
So apparently, what they're saying, most people, when we did open back up, they uh, continue to hold and bottle things inside until it comes out like what we're experiencing now, an uptick in gun violence, mass shootings. Like I said, my spirituality, I'm not one to uh, walk around and quote Bible scriptures and, and sing hymns and gospel tunes. I'm not that person, but I have a strong spiritual foundation. I just did. And that's the only way I can get through life. You know, I, I, I pray and I pray daily, sometimes multiple times a day. Because when I'm dealing with uh, when I'm dealing with folks, and it's me using my big words, when I'm dealing with folks, I need to call on them. <laughs> I have to. I just do. So when I'm dealing with people, a lot of times I have to take a moment to myself, isolate myself, get away from it, and call on the good Lord to help me through. I just do. Um, I don't know any other way around it. I think a lot of people, like I said earlier, a lot of people... Uh, when you don't have that strong spiritual foundation or spiritual base, when you don't know the Lord, um, you put your trust and faith and you're relying on mankind to get you through. Man can't, my, mankind can't do that. Mankind wasn't geared for that, wasn't built for that. We are individual uh, human beings. We have our own fallacies and shortcomings. Uh, many of us, some may, many of us can't take on your woes and troubles and problems. We have our own. Yeah, I would like to tell you that we as a society, we have compassion and empathy and understanding and love, and we want to wish everyone the best, but we all know that's not true. We all know that, that that's nowhere near true, the truth. It just isn't. So, it appears folks now, they, they just can't cope and deal with life. So in addition to uh, not dealing with life too well, becoming depressed, they're sitting around thinking of ways to harm people, and they're killing innocent folks. Now this guy, a gentleman here in Louisville, Kentucky, um, like I said, he, he, he worked there, he walked into the bank, started killing people. They're saying those five people he killed, uh, he worked with, close. So Pierce, he had a, a vendetta of sorts. Now when the police arrived on the scene, just like in Nashville, Tennessee, they engaged the shooter. They did exactly what they were supposed to do. However, one of the police officers who was a rookie, I, I believe he hadn't been on the force but a month or so, he was shot in the head. Uh, last report, he was in critical condition. And his training officer that was there with him returned fire and took the gunman out. So it appears that training, if it hadn't been for that training and those officers' quick response and, their, uh, and, and them engaging the shooter, there could have been quite, there could have been more killed as well. Uh, that body cam footage shows it all just like in Nashville a couple weeks ago. It's no dispute. There wasn't any police brutality. wasn't any uh, 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 rush to pull their guns out and start shooting because when they arrived, they heard the damn gunshots. In fact, they had to back off. 
and regroup and go in and engage him. By that time, he had turned away from what was going on inside and turned uh, to the outside and started shooting through the windows and doors. Had, had a death wish. He just did. It, it, it just baffles my mind that you would get to that point and stage in your life that first you, you would kill innocent people and then you would allow yourself to be taken out or quite possibly turn the gun on yourself. I don't understand how that affects, how that's mental health because it, it, I'm not being a jerk here, but for me, if you were that uh, suicidal or that depressed, I would think you would harm yourself. But now it appears we have jumped ship to not only do you want to harm yourself, but you want to harm innocent folks and take them with you. too keen on that mental health aspect. Maybe that's a naivete on my part. Hey, I don't know everything. I can't give you the, the answer as to why folks do this. I have no clue whatsoever. But, and, and I don't, uh, I'm not trying to sound like some Facebook meme or some spiritual guru, but it appears, uh, truth be told, the actual factual, Seems like we've strayed away from uh, spiritual beliefs and those spiritual beliefs that would hold us and, and keep us grounded in faith. Not just faith in, in our Lord and Savior, but faith in ourselves. That's what's missing. We don't have faith in ourselves because we don't have that spiritual base, that spiritual foundation. We can't see life for what it is or we see life for what it is and we can't see what possibly could be if we continue to breathe, move, and grow, where you are is not who you are. You have to have growth. And that's one thing I had to learn. Growth. Every day you're, you're, you're supposed to be growing. You're supposed to be learning. You're supposed to have your, your eyes open and your ears open for something new, for something to grow on. And it appears the folks have just stopped doing that. Where they are, they think that's it. That's the end of the road. Man, I can honestly tell you, I was there. I battled uh, what they term mental health and depression also. Yeah, I did. For a while. I, I, I didn't seek any uh, professional help. I turned to my faith. I don't think I'm better than anyone on this earth, but I knew I had to turn to my faith. I knew I had to pray. I knew I needed time to myself to sit and think and regroup. You know, even me just doing this podcast, I had to pray on it. I had to ask God to give me some courage because I'm not the, <laughs> I'm not the most flamboyant I'm not the most sexiest guy and, and I'm not uh, a great orator uh, with words that's why I had to pray to God to give me some courage guide my thoughts guide my actions guide my words guide my facial expressions guide me at every turn where I'm weak I know I can turn to God and he can make me strong not trying to sound like a Bible thought but these are this is just life for me. And I totally embrace it. 
can't, like I said, I, I'm not one of those uh, uh, gifted etiquette word uh, vocationalists. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, nor do I profess to be. But hey, I, 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 I just speak, and this is what comes out, and that's what this came to my mind this morning also. Uh, when I heard that Monday, I was like, Lord, here we go again. Why? Seems like folks have just lost their way in how to deal with life. Life is hard. And like I said, I, I've been down that depression road. I have. And I was. But if I didn't have a, a, a spiritual foundation, I probably would have stayed there. Probably would have forgotten a, or not even known that there's there you have to get up and move forward you have to continuously move that's why I continuously move to this day uh, a lot of times another thing that comes to my mind a lot of times I think folks allow too much nonsense into their mental space uh, they say social social media yeah I can see it I've experienced it also you're looking on social media, you're seeing all these posts from these different folks and what they're doing and how they're living this grand life. And you're saying to yourself, if you're not moving, you're not motivated, you're not up 10 toes down. You're going to look at that and you're going to start trying to compare it to your life and you're going to become down and out on yourself. Their life ain't your life. How do you know their life is so grand? You don't. You're trying to uh, uh, compare your life to what possibly could be a fallacy. It's false. So I think a lot of people allow nonsense into their mental space. And then when you become weak and, and not strong or have faith in yourself, you will be overwhelmed and consumed and you will become depressed. And you are further depressed and it quite possibly could take you out. Uh, my bout with depression at first, I denied it. A lot of folks do that. I denied it. I said, ain't nothing wrong with me. I'm a grown man. That's one of the worst things you can do, I think, because it affects your life at every turn, at every impasse. Uh, your interactions day to day, the interaction with your family, uh, just your flat out um, sitting alone in isolation trying to figure things out. So yeah, I've been down that path a couple times in my adult life. Like I said, had it not been for my uh, spiritual belief and, and me knowing all too well and, and firsthand that, hey, better things are, are going to happen, better things have to happen because I'm still breathing. It ain't the end of the road. I was able to pull myself up through prayer. Like I said, this society now, that's uh, somewhat frowned upon. But that's the only way I know how to get through. I just do. I just do. And also with my depression, I got to be honest with you. I turned into a, a, a bit of an angry black man. <laughs> yes, I did. I, I, I just turned. Woo. Couldn't be around me. He better not say nothing to me. Because he was going to get a mouthful. And it won't gonna be pretty. I was gonna let you know. I was gonna empty the clip. I was gonna give it to you with both barrels. But the downside of that, or the flip side of that is, 
No one cares. No one cared. So what? You're having a bad day. You're having a bad life. So what? Life has got you by your short and care curlies. Who cares? Who isn't experiencing the same thing you are? If not more. So I had to get over it. I had to get over myself. I, I've been through a lot, but I've never thought of picking up a gun or sitting down, planning and plotting how to take someone or some people out. I just, I never did. Never did. Uh, I, I don't see the purpose of that. I can't give you that. I can't give you that side of mental health. Uh, like I said before, that's just evil. You're just evil. You just are. And I'm not being a butt. You just are. You just evil. You, 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 you. Like someone told me one time, uh, get over yourself. This is life. You got to figure out how to move forward from it. Very wise person told me that. She's gone on to glory now. And she was right. No one cares about your troubles or your woes or your shortcomings. They got their own problems to worry about. I would love to tell you that everyone has empathy and compassion and understanding, but the reality of that is no, they don't. They got their own problems to worry about. So you got to figure out how to move on and get over it and get over yourself, get over the situation, get over the depression and move forward. You just do. Well, man, I, I'm going to get out of here. Uh, I'm off today, like I said, so I'm going to relax a bit. After I do some yard work, of course, of course, of course. Got to do some yard work. Uh, I don't want that thing to get overrun uh, <laughs> like it was. <laughs> uh, I got a lot more work to do, but I do have it. I believe I have it maintained for now. I got to stay on top of it. Um, man, pray for everyone. Uh, check in on folks. See how they're doing. I know I said folks don't care about your woes and your troubles. I think that comes about when you start expressing your anger. Like I told you, I was an angry black man. You couldn't tell me nothing. I don't want you around me. Folks were like, man, whatever. Go on about your business. Stay out of my face. They just did. And they should have. It wasn't very pleasant to be around. But still, check in on folks. See how they're doing. How they're, you know, is there something, a lot of times... When, when folks are going through it, they don't want your money. They don't want anything from me but just time, someone to rap to, talk to. And it goes a long way. And hey, who knows, that may help someone out. Uh, so pray for folks and check in on them from time to time. It, it, you may save their life and you may save some other folks' lives too. That's crazy to think that way in this day and age, but man, it's like every other day, we are getting inundated with these mass shootings. Just are. Can't confine it to one race, can't confine it to one gender, can't confine it to a person's sexual orientation or religious belief. It's everyone. It encompasses us all. So we have to do something. Uh, of course, you know, like I said, the gun rights advocates are saying, hey, ban those assault rifles. Maybe. But banning assault rifles, what is that going to do? If in one breath, you, one breath you're saying, ban the assault rifles, assault rifles are the problems, and in the other breath you're saying, uh, it's a mental health problem. So if, if you take those assault rifles away, you're going to find some other form 
or some other weapon to use if they truly want to do it. Just all, just all. Well, I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to skedaddle. Thank you all for lending me your ears this morning. Continue to like, support, share, offer feedback. Anchor, which I'm sharing this podcast with uh, YouTube, has a great feature where you can leave a voice response, and I would love to hear your voice. You can also make monetary contributions. Continue to follow and listen on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Verbal, and WordPress, and now on YouTube also. And as always, wherever you are streaming, hit that like and subscribe button so you can get notified when I drop these podcasts. Keep you in the loop. Thank you for listening. My name is Stephen Carnegie. For this is just a thought. Amen.